The City Citizen from EY. Hello and welcome to The City Citizen, the EY podcast examining how cities can transform to be more resilient, sustainable places to live and work. I'm your host, Megan Mills, Strategy and Operations Leader, Government and Public Sector for EY. Normally, we record these podcasts remotely, but I'm delighted today to be in gorgeous Port of Spain in person in Trinidad. Joining me today is Joel Martinez, Mayor of Port of Spain. Hello, Joel, and welcome. Hello, how are you? I'm great, thanks. I'm delighted to be here with you. It's truly beautiful here. It's my first time um, on the island, and the architecture, the culture, the food, so far, everything has been just just wonderful. Oh, fantastic. So in other words, we could actually say welcome to paradise. I should have opened with that. <laughs> so Port of Spain is a leading city in the Caribbean region. It's a shipping hub and an important financial services center. And the islands, of course, are well known for tourism. As you said, we're in paradise. What else is special about Trinidad and Tobago compared with other islands? We are right on the top of South America and at the bottom of the Caribbean. So Trinidad is one of those countries that also blessed with uh, hydrocarbons and also blessed with natural gas to be able to fuel our economy and such. And uh, we are, to some extent, an industrialized nation. We are the inventors of the steel orchestra, and uh, that was the only instrument, percussion instrument, that was invented in the 20th century. And it was done right here in Trinidad. Trinidad is known for calypso, and soca, and reggae soca, and rap, you know, rap so, and so on, and chutney soca, and so 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 there's so many genres of music that's produced in this little happy island. So... If I had to indicate what Trinidad is about, I would say it consists of a melted pot of culturally and ethically diverse citizens. And um, we are multi-talented. We are very good at the arts. We are very good at athletics also and academia. So, Joel, I've been reading about the ambitious revitalization um, program for Port of Spain, which was launched at the end of 2020. What are you aspiring to achieve from that program? The city of Port of Spain is, involves a number of uh, districts like St. James, Sinclair, Cucurit, Newtown, Belmont, Silots, Gonzales, and so on. So there's a number of areas where different demographics of people live. So every time I went abroad to look at another city, I would be looking at, you know, where people would be looking at mountains and how all these different things and how nice these pictures are. I'm looking at drains garbage bins <laughs> and so on you know how can we get this to work we have done a number of things and and, and 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 we i was fortunate to be one of the people that created something called chinatown we're the only country in the caribbean that has a chinatown i was able to look at the cenotaph in the memorial park and strip away 65 years of paint so that you can see the the yellow portland stone on the cenotaph itself right which is the same stone that they use for Buckingham Palace. And granite is the, is the stone that is on the steps, but it was industrial gray paint that, was, that painted it. And then the statues were painted black. And when you strip away the black, you got bronze. So you were now able to see a, a monument in its natural state. And when you saw it, it looked so beautiful. I was able to develop something called the UNESCO City of Music designation for what you call the City of Festivals under what you call the City of Music. And I'm working towards pedestrianizing 
the avenue and also shot the, the same area where Chinatown is to pedestrianize that area. Um, I want to beautify the Broadway into the promenade area. You know, when you, you plant trees, you see breeze. So I, I, I'm going to expand the pavements in some of the areas, and downtown Broadway is one of those, where I will plant some trees and put some copper stone and light up the area so that in the evening time, it will look a lot more lively. I think when I do that, I will encourage more cafes. The thing is, at the end of the day, if we try in a, in a particular way with a structured process to get it done, I think it could be magic. So through that, it's very interesting, the revitalization program, and really sounds like putting people at the heart of it. How do you incorporate the thinking of people who are living here today, people who you're trying to attract here, kind of the citizen voice? How do you infuse that into some of the decisions that you're making? So UNESCO uh, or United Nations put out something called uh, the 2030-2050 concept of uh, sustainable development goals. Revitalizing or rejuvenating the city could only make it better for us, right? And it would mean creating an increased patriotism through these aforementioned beautiful projects. When, when UNESCO asked me to do something for, you know, they, they said, come up with, with projects that if you want this designation, show me that you can do something that will be sustainable, that will help music grow. So that's where I, the first thing I said, well, I'll create a walk of fame for our talented artists. And I will do it around the National Academy of the Performing Arts. And then around the Red House, you can do people who would have, which is our parliament building, former prime ministers and members of the Speaker of the House of Representatives and and the members of parliament and people who worked hard in legislature and business and that sort of thing. And then around the promenade, because they named the promenade after Brian Lara, our, one of our local heroes. But if you look around the promenade, you, there's no, there's a statue of Brian Lara, but there's no name on the promenade that says Brian Lara. 30 years from now, people will just call it the promenade. So the thing about it is that how do you keep the name and help people to think? You have to do things so that the younger generation who never saw Brian Lara play cricket will be able to, oh, wow, you know. Let's change the, the psyche of the person by helping them subliminally. While also celebrating the culture and yes. the, the richness of the, of the heritage that you have here in Trinidad and Tobago. Can you talk a little bit about how you're infusing innovation, different technologies into the revitalization plans? All right. Every country, when you're thinking now of anything that they can think about, it's about transition. It's about how do I develop a smart city and a green city at the same time. So it's, you have to help people now to feel, okay, I can get my job done better, you know, using artificial intelligence, using the opportunity to, to digitally transform the way in which we do things. So I don't have to walk to this department to do this and move this from here and government can't be. You must be able to give people more relaxed time in, the, in, in their working life. Everything that happens around you which is your whole ecosystem, must work together. So using technology, to me, at the end of the day, we have to be able to be progressive. Another thing that we need to do that is innovative, 
I would say is to move our dump, our landfill, we call it our landfill, move it from out of the city, take that same space and add increased port of Spain. Right? Develop the eastern side of Port of Spain, which is badly in need of developing. It is the it is the area that is considered the least economic viable area. But you know what? It has the tremendously most potential. I have no doubt that you will develop that area. It sounds like you've talked about being creative, being, I mean, guess brave enough, right, to take a new idea and put it into action for the benefit of the city, which is exciting. So finally, if someone is listening and thinking about planning a trip to Trinidad and Tobago, Port of Spain, what would you recommend? And I'm taking notes for myself because I'm going to spend a couple of days here. Trinidad is great with connections. We will tell you everywhere. You, you will, if you had to do everything that you would like to possibly do here, you might as well live. Okay, right. well, that's also on my list. Move to Trinidad. I will tell you something. Our people in itself is just wonderful to live among. We, we love to go out and enjoy ourselves. We are happy people. We have a lot of our foods are very tasty, very sumptuous, very saucy. You know, we're a small nation. We have a lot to offer. We have a beautiful beaches. We have river lines. We have um, Tobago has an island pool, a, a, a coral reef, an Englishman's bay, you know, and so on. And, and also, bird watching is big in Tobago because we have a rainforest in Tobago. That little, little island has a rainforest. We produce pitch for roads. The asphalt roads all around the world. Most of that comes from Trinidad because there are very few countries in the world that, has, that, that produces that. You know, if I to say, come to Trinidad, I, I would say it's a, a beautiful, enjoyable space. And uh, we are building this little nation, doing it in a particular way that gives us that sense of, of additional pride. Um, is truly special. I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you on this podcast in person. Do join us again to meet more special guests discussing the future of cities. Also, you can subscribe to this series so you won't miss an episode from me, Megan Mills, and Joelle Martinez. Thanks for listening and goodbye. The City Citizen, back soon.